Welcome to the Middle School Water Fountain Podcast with your host, Tyler Daughtry. Hello, and welcome to the Middle School Water Fountain Podcast. My name is Tyler Daughtry, the host for this podcast. This podcast will share stories, experiences, strategies, and lessons from the middle school classroom and environment. At the time of the recording, we are in the midst of National Teacher Appreciation Week. With this week being a moment where we honor both past and present teachers, this episode is about the importance of mentors in education for both teachers and students. To get started, it would be unfair to not first take you down memory lane with walking you through my mentor journey. My first and longest lasting mentors are my parents. My father, like me, was not the best in school. When he was in school, he once told a math teacher, who I had as well, homework is like breakfast. It just doesn't sit well on the stomach. Let's just say that was a fun year for both the math teacher and I. The one thing he has always done well is he has worked hard for everything he has ever gotten. He retired from the tobacco industry about 20, 25 years ago and has has built a grocery store from the ground up over the last 20 plus years. He is like the Energizer Bunny. He can work hard from the sun up to the sun down until he sits down at night. He eats and then he sleeps and then he redoes it, does it all over again six days a week and having Sunday off. He taught me how to work hard for everything you ever have while still standing up for your beliefs. My mom is probably my biggest fan and biggest critic, which is exactly what I need. She is the epitome of a Southern female educator. I run every idea through her for another set of eyes and ears. Some ideas have been shut down. Some ideas have been approved, while others have been given the green light. She drives me to become an educator she has become in the last 30 years. The characteristics that she exhibits as a quality mentor educator is passion for education, passion for helping students, and a passion to help other teachers. Those two are personal, but now on to the mentors in the field of education. Many great teachers have sh- are shaped by the great teachers they had. I am no different. I have many great teachers who shaped my career. When I think of the teachers who have shaped my career, they all exemplify a a flame for learning, and they had had the characteristics of great educators and even better people. The first great teacher I remember having was Miss Paige Gower. I had Miss Gower twice for English back to back years in school. Before I entered Miss Gower's classroom, my weakest subject was probably English. Before I entered her class, I did not care for reading or writing. To me, reading and writing when I was a student was flat out boring, and I just didn't like it. Growing up, the only reading I was doing was reading the newspaper, news or sports websites, and magazine articles probably about news or sports. Writing, on the other hand, was very basic with a few sentences at a time, and usually I was only writing if it was for a grade. That was until I entered Miss Gower's classroom. Miss Gower made English fun. She connected the subject to daily lives. She worked individually with us to grow the subject of English. She built relationships with every one of her students. She taught in a way where students walked into the room 
we would have fun, we would grow in the subject while being challenged at the same time and not realize we were even being challenged. Many of the values she instilled in her classroom helped shape my classroom today, including making it fun while at the same time making it challenging. Although she is a couple of hours away today, we still call call each other her favorite student and my favorite teacher still to this day. The second and third teacher who inspired my classrooms were both Sochi's teachers, Mr. Sanford Barnes and Dr. Jeff Broadwater. Mr. Barnes was one of my middle school and high school Sochi's teachers, while Dr. Broadwater was my history professor at Barton College here in North Carolina. Both were educators who helped develop my love for Sochi's education. Both educators were able to take content and tell stories based on the material. If you were a student in these classrooms, you could close your eyes and imagine you were a participant in the content. Mr. Barnes did it so well that one of the fondest memories I have from his class is you close your eyes and he could tell a story of the Revolutionary War, such as the Boston Massacre, and imagine you were in Boston at the eve of the Revolutionary War. Mr. Barnes also used his past experiences to tell stories of the content. Dr. Broadwater, on the other hand, is probably the smartest history person I've ever met. Dr. Broadwater would come into class every day, and he would start class by writing five to seven terms on the whiteboard in his classroom. He would never look at his notes when teaching class, and he would never look at the five to seven words after he wrote them down. He would intertwine these five to seven terms and these five to seven people, places, ideas, and dates within his lecture and his lesson. Both educators helped teach me how to tell stories the way I currently do in my classroom based on any content that I teach. When I became an educator, the first thing that our district does when a person gets hired is they provide a mentor for them at the same school. The mentor who my school and my district provided me with was probably the best teacher I have ever encountered. Her name is Miss Rhonda Johnson. Miss Rhonda Johnson had been a teacher for 25 years. She was nationally board certified, she had experience teaching elementary and middle school, and she was still to this day a phenomenal teacher. Coming in, to education, I was not prepared to become a teacher. My first year was a rough one. I was I had a lot to learn and I came in not ready. Miss Johnson realized this as well. Miss Johnson met with me on the first work day and just about every day that first year. And just about every day for the next four years. We will both say that I practically camped out in her room during planning and after school the entire first semester. She was the guiding voice that all educators need in a mentor. She allowed me to observe her classroom multiple times. She allowed me to watch how she presented material and build relationships. She taught me the importance of structure, witheness, and charisma in the classroom. But most importantly, Ms. Johnson taught me how to put others before yourself. You will hear more about Ms. Johnson and the many strategies that she provided in my classroom 
which are going to have episodes dedicated to them in the coming episodes. Now that you know a little bit about my mentors, now we're going to talk about the importance of mentors in education. The importance of having mentors is ultra important in the world of education today. I have seen first-year teachers over the last 9 to 10 years close their doors and not seek help from mentors in education. And I have seen the opposite. I have seen, seen mentors and teachers open their ears daily to assist others as needed and to be the guiding voice and the ears for, for beginning teachers and all teachers to have in education. Whether you are a first-year teacher, you've been in the career a while, or you are retired, you are and can be a mentor to so many. Think about the skills that you exhibit that years from now someone may say that you were a mentor to them. The mentors I shared earlier are all very similar. They all listen. They all exhibit leadership. They all are caring for people, and they all know how to build relationships the right way. Take a moment and think about your mentors and how they have shaped your education career and how they have shaped you as a person. How can they shape you going forward? What are you doing in the field of education to shape both teachers and students? to think of you as a mentor. According to ASCD and James B. Rowley, one of the leading educator websites and one of the leading authors in education, there are six main characteristics of a quality mentor, which I want you to think about going forward in exhibiting for students, teachers, or the field of education. The six characteristics of a good mentor include, number one, the good mentor is committed to the role of mentoring. Number two, the good mentor is accepting of the beginning teacher. Number three, the good mentor is skilled at providing instructional support. Number four, the good mentor is effective in different interpersonal contexts. Number five, the good mentor is a model of a continuous learner. And number six, the good mentor communicates hope and optimism. Ms. Johnson, my mentor, as well as Ms. Gower, Mr. Dr. Broadwater, and Mr. Barnes all exhibit these characteristics of a great mentor, as well as your mentors before you. Are you exhibiting any of these or need to improve in the field of education? For me, I try and reach out to new teachers in our subject area as well as on our hallway and use many of the same ideas my mentor, Ms. Johnson, inspired me to do years ago. I plead with teachers and students alike to find a great mentor, listen to them, take notes, pick their mind, and never close the door for an opportunity to communicate with mentors in life. Always seek help from your mentor and think you don't have nothing to learn. 
you always have something to learn from these great mentors before you. In the world of education, you always should be a continuous learner and seek new strategies. That's what makes a great mentor. They are always learning and they are always seeking new strategies. If you have a great mentor like I have throughout my career, they probably have tried, thought of, and know how it can be implemented within the classroom, any strategy. Think of your mentor. And on this Teacher Appreciation Week, or any day throughout the year, thank them for what they have done in your life and your career. And then continue on the tradition of becoming a great mentor in life and in education. I thank you and hope you join this podcast for more episodes on strategies, history, resources, and stories from the Middle School Water Fountain. Until the next episode, we leave you with living the dream because the choice is always yours. Any ideas or opinions shared are my own and they do not represent my school or district in any way.